Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. That was not good, Ron. That was not good. I suppose the only good news is that you made um NFL Game Day. What, what what's the name of the show? Uh, what's the name of the show on NFL Network? Good Tell morning me. football. Good morning football, Ron. You made the show today. I did. With your Tomlin column. And we're going to play that in a little while here. Sean don't call me Seth Myers to my left. Ron Cook standing across from me, and it's that dreaded post-mortem that seems to come way too early for the Steelers. Every year. Every single year. Ron, your first thought from that one, and I'm just going to open the phone lines. The big story, of course, is now Mike Tomlin's future. Uh, He had a walk-off news conference yesterday, which was interesting. But your general thought, your storyline, your headline from the game is what? They're just not close to being a legitimate Super Bowl team. Uh, this history, this five playoff games in a row now, where they, you know, in most of them fall behind way early and then can't dig out. Um, they're just not prepared for playoff football, and they don't have a quarterback. Mm. That to me is the bottom line. You wrote a great column on that today. You know, what do they have without a quarterback? And they're getting older. Cam's older now. T.J. Watt's older. They're just not close, in my opinion. That's why I think they need a change. They need to shake it up a little bit. If they're talking about firing McCarthy in Dallas, Sirianni in Philly, they've already moved on from Belichick in New England. I mean, this is seven years without a playoff win. What, 13 seasons with three playoff wins? It's just not good enough. It just isn't good enough. Yeah, that's the story for me as well, Ron. That's the story here, and, and it's, it's stunning in a way. And I mean this as factual rather than insulting, although I suppose it could be construed and will be construed as both. But the Pittsburgh Steelers have really, in the NFL, become a pitiable afterthought right now. I was watching Phil Simms on the postgame. They're ready to move on to the real teams and the real games. They were already cower- all those guys, Boomer, Phil Sims, the, the, the whole set was ready to move on to Kansas City, Buffalo. Let's get to real teams with real quarterbacks who win in the playoffs. Come on, let's go. And then Phil Sims interjects, oh, just a word about the Steelers. They tried hard is essentially what he said. And that's what I mean. They're, they're, 
They're the, they're the guy whose girlfriend just broke with, up with him, Ron. And, and he's out with his buddies, and everyone's giving him false compliments about how good he looks, about how it was her fault, about all that stuff. Speaking from recent experience, they're the mediocre golfer in a foursome where everybody's telling you, nice shot. No, it wasn't. I, I, I was 50 yards from the green, and I put it in the rough to the right of the green. It was actually a mediocre to bad shot. I don't need your false compliments. And, and unbelievably and sadly, and for some people, a lot of people who don't even realize it, it, it it's actually like living in, in some nether world, some, some other, other world. It's just unbelievable that the Pittsburgh Steelers have become a pitiable afterthought that never come up in a Super Bowl conversation anymore, that never win a playoff game anymore. And get killed in the playoff game. That when they do get there, they give up 30-plus, 40-plus, and get absolutely crushed. And they, they, that, That's basically what that game was yesterday. And finally, they're the NFL team that Phil Simms feels compelled to compliment for two seconds while everybody in the world is getting ready for next week's games. It's just, it's, it's a really, really well, you know, sad state. You mentioned state. NFL quarterbacks, analysts. I, I don't know if you happened to see the pregame show on CBS yesterday, Boomer or Siason. Everyone else, Tomlin, I'm going to, uh, not Tomlin, Cower, I'm going to go with my heart. I'm picking the Steelers. Yeah. 13, 12. Everyone else picked the Bills fairly close. And, and Siason comes on. He goes, come on, guys. They're playing with the third string quarterback. They're going to get killed. He said it was like 27 to 6 or something yeah. like that. And he was right. I mean, Josh Allen was so, you know, such an edge at that position uh, for the Bills. Uh, you might have heard he's pretty good. He, he's he's, a, he's, pretty, okay. he's yeah. a pretty good player. But I, I, I laughed at Esiason just basically saying Steelers are going to get killed. They don't have a quarterback. And it's true. And it's, they're not a very good team. They couldn't run the ball last night. I know falling behind hurts that. But they couldn't even run it before then. Uh, they're just—they are what they are. They're just a mediocre, average type team. Uh, you know what do you always say? Stuck in the messy middle. You yeah, know? and and that's what it is. And and it it can be fun. I mean, the the, the last weekends of seasons are fun. They are because the Steelers are always on the bubble. We got we got Ben's uh, victory lap, his retirement lap a couple of years ago. We got Kenny Pickett with some dramatic late-game wins. We got the year of Duck Hodges. And this year, we got the miracle of Mason Rudolph. You know what we don't get, though, ever? A playoff win. Or somebody saying, hey, Steelers, they're in the Super Bowl conversation. I can tell you right now that they're over-under next year will probably be eight-and-a-half wins. And I agree with you about Tomlin. And it doesn't have to be, and it shouldn't be. And hopefully, it'll come from him, first of all. But if it doesn't, it needs to be a, a parting of the ways. I don't know if that would be in the form of a trade or something where where the idea, and they say this all the time in sports, but here I think it would be true, where both sides have to believe it's the best thing. I don't know what Art Rooney's justification is anymore, Ron. He was on with us the year of the Jacksonville debacle. While the Steelers were still winning playoff games at that point, but, but, but I think one of us asked, I, I asked him, I asked him, is this season acceptable to you? You guys just gave up 45 points in a home playoff game. And his answer to me was, Joe, we won 13 games. Fair. Last year, to, to fast forward to last year, his justification on Tomlin was, 
We got better, and the quarterback made progress. So what is it this year? Right. Like, like he has to be – they're not winning 12, 13 games anymore. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have one. So so and, where, is he running out of justifications for the head coach? And, you know, this is – I'm certainly not saying Tomlin is a head, bad head coach. If I was another team, I'd be looking to hire him. Uh, I just think it's time. He needs a change. They need a change. The Steelers need a change. Uh, and it's time. Um, and I would expect him to go somewhere and be very successful. And that's fine. If he has and, a quarterback. If he has a quarterback. And maybe the next guy they bring in here would be as, you know, also successful. They've only had three since 1969. Right. But, you know, I'm writing about this for tomorrow. I mean, how attractive is this job right now? Mm. It's attractive in a way because you know you have stability with the owners, right? They're not going to, you know, like Nick Sirianni. How long has he been in Philly? Three years, four years, three years, and they're talking. He went to the Super Bowl last year, and they're he, talking about firing him because their team collapsed down the stretch this year. You know that's not going to happen here. They're very patient with their coaches. You know you're going to get a fair shake here, but the team isn't very good, and it it starts with not having a quarterback. Right, all of that. Right, I agree with every syllable you just said. I mean, Nick Sirianni is the only coach in Philadelphia Eagles history, I believe who went to a Super Bowl in his second year and has now gone to the playoffs three straight years. Three straight years. But the Eagles operate under a different model. You know, they had Andy Reid for many years. They went to conference championships, four of them. Didn't get over the hump. They moved on to Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly went 20-12 and 12 in his first two years. 20-12. and 12. Then he had a seven, they were in the middle of a seven and nine season, not good enough. Bring in Doug Peterson. Win a Super Bowl in year two, goes to the playoffs, playoffs. His first year out of the playoffs, gone. They bring in Nick Sirianni. They're in the Super Bowl again in their second year. You know, this 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 idea of living in your fears with, oh my God, who's the next coach going to be? I don't know. Maybe a guy who will win a playoff game in the next seven years. And as I've said a million times here, Ron. Mike Tomlin has been an unbelievable representative for the city. He's done a lot of winning in a league where it's not easy to win. He came in here into a tough situation because tough, I mean a good situation roster-wise, tough in terms of people really didn't want him here. And I'm talking about the players in the locker room. Remember the Alan Fanica situation, all of that? Right. He corralled all of that, went to the playoffs, won a Super Bowl, got back to a Super Bowl. His first four years were A-plus stuff. Since then, it's been C stuff, you know? And and you have to ask, is that good enough? Seven years without a playoff win, what's your cutoff out there? Eight, 10, 13? And not even losing heartbreakers. I mean, just getting killed in those playoff right. games. Lopsided games. I You know, I, I went back and looked, you know, the, the, the Jacksonville game, they lost by three points, but I think they were down 21 to nothing. Cleveland, they lost by 11, but they were down 28 to nothing. Right. Uh, they're just not even close. Well, somebody had a number. I think Alex Kazora, maybe from Steeler Depot. 122 points in the first half they've given up in those five games. I think in the first quarter, Ron, the cumulative score from those playoff losses is 66 to nothing. Let me check on that. Terrible. 66 to nothing. And I thought Kyle Brandt was excellent on Tomlin. But anyway, back to Tomlin. Yeah, he's done winning. A lot of winning. But as I've also said a million times on this show, seven years is, all, is, is a coaching lifetime. 
Vince Lombardi coached 10 years in the league. Bill Walsh, 10 years. Brian Billick, less than that. Jimmy Johnson, right around there. This dude has gone a coaching lifetime without winning a playoff game or being really competitive in one. And, you know, yesterday, did you feel like it was over after the opening drive? Yeah. It just like happened with Dallas, right? I, um, you know, Green Bay went right down the field. First possession for Buffalo, eight plays, 80 yards, touchdown. And it just felt like it was over. He, I know, you know, and then all of a sudden it's 14 nothing. Pickens fumbles, 21 nothing. Uh, uh, you know, Mason throws an interception, and it was over. Even though they came within a touchdown at one point, it was just too much of a hole to climb out I think of. It, it got to be a little bit of a nail-biting situation because of the Bills' history for people there. It right. was definitely – but but I had the feeling that if whatever Josh Allen needed to do to secure that victory, he was going to do it, and then he promptly takes them down the field. And then, uh, you know, they're lucky the score wasn't worse, by the way. The right. guy missed a 27-yard field right. goal. Right. Did you see that? Absolutely. You know, and now we get a dream matchup of quarterbacks in the next round, right? Two of them, actually. Mahomes and Allen. This time it's in Buffalo. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And Jackson and Stroud. Yep. And the Steelers feel like they're a million miles from there. They're one weekend from there and, a, mil- I, and a million miles. I love Cam. I mean, I, he's one of my all-time favorite people. You talk about a good human being. He is. But to listen to him up there, hey, we got guys in that locker room. We're, this is a strong group that can win the Super Bowl. My question to him was, how about winning a playoff game first? And they can't. They just can't. Sean, do we have uh, – this leads us to what we make of the Tomlin walk-off at the end of the press conference yesterday. Do you have that, Sean Myers? Now, I'll preface this by saying that uh, this is Brooke Pryor from ESPN, who I think is very good at what she does. We've had her on this show before. Tomlin clearly does not like her. She has entered the the Mount Rushmore of most disliked Tomlin media personalities, one that includes the um, – who does it include? Jury Rand is the guy I was thinking of. Jury Rand. Benzie's probably on Tim that Benz, list. David Todd, David Todd, Aditi, All right. and Brooke. So I would say, Ron, that maybe Brooke Pryor has replaced our friend Benzie. It seems like the, the Benzie vitriol, or at least – yeah, hatred, obvious hatred of Benzie, and, and lack of has, respect too. Has, I mean, I think that's gone a away a little bit. I, there's no doubt. And I think Brooke Pryor has stepped into that place. And I look. How did you look at it? I'll ask you first. The walk off. Walk off. She's in the middle of a question. You yeah. want to listen to it first? Uh, yeah. I mean, I go ahead. Play it for people who didn't. Mike, you have a year left on your contract. And he stormed off. Mike, you have a year left on your contract. She was obviously going to follow with. Something like well, you know, you're planning on coming back because it's been nationally place, reported yeah. by three different people that you're thinking of leaving. You know, I thought it was a real bad look for him. I get it that he didn't like the question, but I mean, I assume Sirianni was asked it. Mike McCarthy was asked it. There's a lot of things you can say there, like, "Hey, guys, we just lost a game. I'm not thinking about me right now. I'm thinking about the guys in that locker room. We didn't get the result we wanted to walk off like that." I thought was a bad look on his part, and maybe he didn't want to lie, and, you know, maybe he is thinking of walking away. I don't know. Well, I thought it was a bad look. That's what I just said. Me too. Yeah, I thought it was. And we're going to hear these other coaches get asked. 
why why is Mike Tomlin above being asked that? I, I don't understand it. And we could argue all day, and I know a lot of people on social media were like, that's not the time to ask that question. Every single athlete and every single coach whose future is even slightly in doubt gets asked about that after the last game of the season. How about, period. you know, last period. night, how about Mason Rudolph? Mason, do you want to come back? You right. think he can come back? He ha- answered it very capably. Cam, uh, could this have been your last game? Do you think you're coming back? Of course they're asked that. Right. And again, there's ways you can ask it. And, and I, you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, I know McCarthy said, hey, we just lost a playoff game. I'm not thinking of me. You know, there are ways to do that without – you don't have to ask a qu- answer the question, uh, but you don't have to stomp off like that. Yeah, it was just why why is he above it? Everybody's got to answer that crap after a game. So let's hear Mike – we have Mike McCarthy. This is Mike this McCarthy. This is what I heard yesterday. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mike, Tim Kalashaw, Dallas Morning News. Jerry had said we'll take it game by game regarding your job status. Do you think this could lead to a coaching change? Um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we're – we're disappointed. Um, I got a whole whole team in the in the locker room that's that's hurting, and uh, that's you know, I, I haven't thought past you know the outcome of this game. Was there a point in the game? See, that's, that's the way it. you answer. Yeah, right. That, that's just what Mike Tomlin could have said too. That's that's uh, that's just the way to do it. And I was listening to Sirianni said the same thing. Like right. I'm not. He said I'm not thinking about that. I'm right not now. the story right now. It's not the guys in the me. locker room that gave me everything and came up short. It reminded me of when Tomlin was asked about the USC and I think LSU jobs. Remember the Ryan Clark never story? Never say never, but never. And he became irate, really. There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. He said, why don't, you know, basically, why don't you, anybody asking Sean Payton about that? Andy Reid? And as our friend Benzie looked up, yeah, they did ask Sean Payton about that. They did ask Andy Reid about that. They did ask Bill Cower about that in that very same room. Would you be interested in going to NC State? It, it, it was never an insult to Tomlin or anyone else to ask about that uh, because you'd be getting a pay raise probably. So I don't know. That was the never say never but never quote. Right, right exactly. Well, maybe never could, could come along here. Uh, you know, it was, it was never an insult either unless you're insulted by someone saying, hey, would you leave for a job that pays you even more millions than you're making now? So as it turned out, all those other guys have been asked about it college jobs at one point or another, including Cower. Was that last question, was that going to be the final question of the press conference when he left yesterday? Uh, I don't know. Because if mean, not, Bird why don't you had, just say next Bird had, question? Bird had said, uh, you know, any more, and then she he clearly heard it and, oh, yeah. and walked off. There's no doubt. Um, now, I, you know, maybe somebody would have followed up something with something else. I don't know. Yeah, it happens that Bert will – you know, pipe in and say anybody else, and it could go on for a while. 
there could be four more questions after that. I was just curious as yeah. to why he wouldn't just say next question if he didn't want to answer it altogether. Right, exactly. Because he was in, he, he felt like, I don't know what he felt like, like he was somehow maybe above he, it maybe or insulted he, maybe by the he question. Maybe he knows this is it. Maybe. That's what I'm thinking, maybe. But, you know, that's just part of the job, quite frankly. Everybody else has to answer it. Every player, every coach, when their job situation is being talked about in doubt, you see it. And it's uncomfortable. And that's a different conversation. How appropriate How appropriate do you think the question is in that setting? Uh, I think it was appropriate. I do. It's the last time you're going to see him. Well, I guess he'll supposedly talk this week. Right. I, again, you ask the question, and, he, and it's up to him to be a pro and answer it. Or not answer it, but not stomp off. Having been in those situations, I would agree. It's an appropriate question. It's very uncomfortable. Oh, you know, it, 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 it's name, name Coach K or, or, or Steph Curry or somebody like that. If it was rumored that Steph Curry was wanted to leave or wanted to right. just get out of it, he's going to be asked that after the final game. And he's probably going to say, uh, the game just ended 10 minutes ago. I'm not thinking about that right. yet. It's and a that's very fair. easy and answer. That's fair. Yeah. That's a fair answer. Right. But, I mean, Tomlin knows what's out there. His buddy uh, Glazer said maybe he's leaving. Uh, who else? Uh, Adam Schefter. Right. And then Florio the other day. Just said he's going to take time with his family to see if he wants to continue coaching. Right. Plus, he so never you, wins a playoff you've game. You've got to ask the question. And again, it's up to him to be a pro and answer sure. or not answer it the way he wants. Yeah. I mean, if the rest of the question was something along the lines of, is, is this where you want to be? He could have emphatically, he could have waited and emphatically said, This is absolutely the place I want and to I be. And I will be back. The place I'm going to be and the place where we're going to get it done. Right. Something to that effect. Or, you know what? We just lost a playoff game. I'm not going to answer that right now. Very simple. I don't know why he's the guy who feels like he doesn't have to answer to that. Then again, maybe he's been empowered by this organization to believe he really doesn't have to answer for anything because he's always known he was going to come back no matter what. I don't feel that way now. I don't feel that way. Do you? I, th- I, think, there's a, I think there's a real chance that he won't be back. On his but, volition or theirs? Uh, maybe a combination of, but I think it would be number one him. Okay, well, that's different, though. Right. So he still doesn't have to necessarily answer for his performance because it won't be Art coming to him and saying, we want to move on. See, again, this could be like the Canada situation. Maybe Art goes to him and he says, Mike, hey, what are you thinking? You know, maybe it's time. I could see that happening. I could see that happening. Hey, and I also would expect— To me, you either want your coach back or you don't, though. But out of 17 years and respect for him, you know, they let Ben come back for the extra year out of respect for him. I think there would at least be conversation. Um, now, uh, 17 years is a long time. And maybe, you know, we had Bill Icahn who said, Bill Walsh said 10 years is too long. Yeah. So I just think there's a chance one way or the other that he won't be back next year. But I do expect this to be resolved this week. I don't, I don't think they're going to let this drag on. They're either going to give him an extension and he comes back or he announces that he's You kind of have to. Or, yeah, or, because not everything else, you got to hire a coordinator. Well, or, maybe they don't say anything. Maybe it's just Steelers business as usual. He's got a year left on his deal. He comes, does his news conference. But I don't know that you can go out and hire an offensive coordinator without letting people know what your head coaching status is. Head coach. Do you have to know them publicly in a news conference? Eh, maybe not. It wouldn't surprise me if the Steelers operated very Steeler-like. Of course, he's our coach. He's doing the news conference. He's coming back next year. He'll get an extension now, I guess this offseason. I think Art, if I had to bet, I think Art wants him back and will want to sign him to an extension. 
I think he'll he should talk either Wednesday or Thursday this week. Tomlin, yeah, be interesting to see how that goes. You agree? I think you put in your column today that you expect him to get signed to an extension. I correct? do. I do. So do I. I do. Which indicates to me that Art wants him back. Right. Yep. So I think we both feel that way. That uh, and, and again, that goes back to he really ha- never really has to answer for anything. And a lot of people don't feel like he should have to answer for anything. They're always in it. How dare you question Mike Tomlin? 17 consecutive losing seasons. Do I have that number right? Sean, don't call me Seth. 17. I heard Lewis Riddick on uh, ESPN this morning saying, you know, the noise out of Pittsburgh is ridiculous. You got a great coach there. Never had a losing season. It, you know, I mean, th- that was his perspective. Man. That greatest hit line gets rolled over and over again. At the end of the game, it was um, it was Jim Nance and Tony Romo. It was Romo playing the great national media's greatest hit. He's never had a losing season. Really? I hadn't heard that one. <laughs> then Nance steps in and said, and how about the job he did this year? Right. And Romo said, coach of the year level stuff. I did hear that last coach night. Coach of the year level stuff in that division. And I thought... Hmm. They they finished the season ten and eight. They finished six and three at one point. They finished third in that division behind uh, one of the teams that used four quarterbacks this season and beat them with DTR. And then they got hammered in a playoff game again. So where exactly is the coach of the year level stuff? The team they played yesterday is dealing with catastrophic injuries left and right. They've lost seven regulars and, and off their guys defense. That Bernard was having a hell of a game yesterday, and he was a replacement for. Milano, who's their T.J. Watt, who was lost long ago. You know, everybody's got him. Up next, you at 412-928-9370, 928-9370. And Ron making good morning football with a mention today. And Kyle Brandt's take on Tomlin. <clears throat> I just want to stand up and applaud. Let's talk about this coming up. It's off the top fan hotline. Presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. So we're going to line up the calls. We're going to get to Ron on Good Morning Football. But, of course, we have Peter King. He's in the on-deck circle here, and we'll have him Next on everything regarding the Steelers and NFL as we head into the divisional round. It's 1028. Time to stop blindly paying those increasing home and auto insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you. FanDuel, here's what they can do for you. Make you a winner. Comes to the NFL playoffs, you got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge, one game can mean a lot of wins. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets, like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. Listen, this weekend, I expect Allen and Mahomes to have an absolute shootout. I really do. It's happened before. I think it'll happen again. But you make the choice here. FanDuel giving all customers... A no-sweat same-game parlay every day there's a playoff game. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back. If your SGP doesn't win, just visit FanDuel.com slash Starkey if you don't already have an account. 21-plus, present in Pennsylvania, minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. 
which expires seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-8-Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.